welcome to the Winning Edge podcast. Winning Edge Investments provides industry-leading horse racing and sports tips, ratings and education which enables you to invest intelligently and treat your betting like a business. Go to www.winningedgeinvestments.com and start boosting your betting bank immediately. Today's guest on the Winning Edge podcast is Tasmanian trainer Scott Brunton, who is preparing the inevitable for tomorrow's Golden Eagle. Welcome to the show, Scott. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. It must be exciting to have a live chance in a $7.5 million race. Yeah, look, it's, um, it's, an inc- it's incredibly exciting. Um, we've, uh, yeah, we've, uh, it's been a massive build-up to the race, and uh, we're one sleep away from it, and uh, very honoured to have a, such a great chance at the race, and uh, also very honoured to be a part of such a big thing. Give us a rundown of how you got into training, mate. Uh, mate, look, um, I was, uh, you, know, you would say I was born into the industry. Dad was um, a foreman for, uh, I think, um, Clive Balfour when I was born. Um, and uh, he went on from there to be foreman for Angus Armanasco and then to Noel Kelly uh, down at Ballarat. Um, I, uh, I, when I, I turned 19, I moved to Queensland and started training on my own. Um, I had a handful of horses up there and... Uh, a little bit of success, and then I moved back down to Tasmania and uh, trained on my own for a couple of years uh, out of Dad's property at Seven Mile Beach, and uh, then we went into partnership there when I was probably mid to late 20s and uh, uh, had great success, won five or six premierships together, so it was uh, quite a great thing. Did you ever think you'd be running in a $7.5 million race? No, mate, never, ever, <laughs> but... Uh, I guess it's what dreams are made of and it's uh, what you get out of bed for in the morning to try find that special one and uh, we're lucky enough we think we've found one. So You train at Seven Mile Beach in Tasmania. It sounds like a great place to prepare horses. Look, it's a really good spot, mate. We have a, 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 an array of different things the horses can do. We've got, a, we've got a heavy sand track out the back. Um, we've got trails all through the forest and we've got two beaches either side of us. Five Mile Beach is sort of a wade beach where they can go over and walk in the water with no waves. And uh, Seven Mile Beach is where we do our gallops. So it uh, caters to us very well. Um, we, have, uh, we have great success training off there and uh, yeah, it's a beautiful place. How long have you been bringing horses to the mainland? I remember you had Banker Mo who was very successful over here. Yeah, he was a great horse, mate. We were lucky enough to have him when uh, he, uh, you know, like he was, he was such a great horse. Never ever saw the best of him. He um, unfortunately passed away before a Caulfield Cup, didn't he? Yeah, he did, the poor bugger. Yeah, yeah. he did. Um, he had a heart attack and passed away, and it was, uh, it was quite gut-wrenching for me. He was a beautiful horse. Uh, he, he was, uh, he was uh, if I really loved a horse, he, I truly loved him, and it was... Uh, yeah, very, uh, very disappointing. But I'm glad to have shared a part of my life with the horse because he was, uh, he was very special to me. Let's talk about the inevitable. What, what kind of horse is he? Is he a bit of a, a bit of a rat bag? I, th- I think I've read. Uh, yeah, look, he is a little bit. Uh, he's a, a little bit of a terror. But um, look, uh, we wouldn't have him any other way. We love him. We've, we've got used to what he is. And uh, look, his behaviour up here in Sydney's been great. Um, he's really embraced the. Um, uh, the, the property he's staying at, Waratah Thoroughbreds, he loves it. It's got grass paddocks and uh, 
He's got a sand paddock, sand yards to stay out in the day, and he gets boxed of a night. So he's quite well pampered here, mate. He, he, he loves his life at the moment. That's good to hear. How's he been working? Look, his work's been A1. Um, worked terrific at um, Goulburn during last week uh, on the Thursday. Uh, did a little bit of work here on Tuesday. I couldn't be happier with him. So touch wood, everything's going to plan. He's drawn a good gate for Saturday. Where will he sit from there? Look, it's hard to say. Uh, look, I, I, such a big price tag on the race. You wonder if a few people might go a little bit harder than normal. But um, I would like to see him sitting just a little bit better than midfield with a good card. But um, that's the beauty of drawing the good barrier. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. But um, I won't be barking any instructions to Nashville Willer. I'll leave it up to him, you know. You must be pretty pleased that he can stick with the horse since uh, Kara McAvoy's back on Classic Legend. Yeah, it was really good, mate, because we'd had three runs this prep with three different riders, and uh, look, they all uh, done their part in one way or another, but it's just nice to have the bloke that's rode him last start stick with him again. Um, I, I feared that we'd have to go with another pilot, but uh, thankfully we didn't have to. And his form's stacking up really well. I mean, Deprive, um, he, he beat Deprive by four at the Valley, and he's gone out and won the Sydney Stakes. <laughs> Yeah, look, the form stacks up really, really good. I have no doubt. Don't get me wrong. Um, I hope the form holds up that way. But um, I have, uh, you know, I uh, I have no doubt Deprive's a better horse at Randwick than he was at Mooney Valley. Um, but Deprive's run in the uh, Rupert Clark was outstanding um, from where he was in the run to where he finished. So you sort of, yeah, you hope the form stacks up. But um, that's all I'm doing at the moment. I'm just hoping. Ten runs, eight wins. He was beaten in the Australian Guineas. What happened there? Look, um, truth be told, the Australian Guineas was never strong on his radar. The plan was we ran him in the Tassie Guineas, and the CSAs was a perfect race a month later, over fourteen hundred. And I love the I love the credentials for a horse that you know has a run out over a mile and then drops back to the fourteen with a little bit of break between runs, but well into a prep, and that seemed to really work for him. Um, so. Um, then we, because we were in, we were in Melbourne and two weeks away from the Guineas, we decided to have a crack at it. But he was never set to the race. Uh, the horse pulled up with heat stress. Uh, he really felt the effects of it. Um, but um, look, at the end of the day, it was, um, it was it was it was a defeat. But um, like I said, he wasn't set for the race. So there's a few forgives there, I can tell you. And his only other loss was at Hobart on debut. I bet you're still getting over that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quite know how that happened <laughs> in a maiden. <laughs> I've seen a couple of the horses that beat him home in it. They're, uh, they're still punching around in class ones yep. and twos. So, yeah, it's a little bit hard to get your head round. I see <laughs> the, jo- the jockey never got back on him? No, 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 no more. That was enough, <laughs> eh? <laughs> Is he the smallest horse you've had a lot to do with? I've had, I've had a couple of really small horses, um, small, uh, maybe a touch smaller than him, but certainly not with the, uh, the motor that he's got. Um, he's, uh, yeah, he's, um, he's, he's, he's quite, he's quite unique. He's not very big and he's got, but he's got a beautiful action and yeah, he's probably one of the smallest I've had something to do with and certainly the fastest. He's the best horse I've ever trained. Who picked him out from the sales? My father picked him out at the Adelaide Magic Million sales. Um, dad does all of our yearling work and, um, he, uh, he's got a great eye for a horse. So at the, when it first came to pass, I, was a little bit sceptical because it's the most expensive healing dad's bought. So I kind of expected some fantastic-looking 
individual to roll in the gate. And when he did, I was, needless to say, a little bit shocked and disappointed. But uh, just goes to show you, you can't judge a book by his cover. Exactly. He's a great mover, isn't he? Uh, he's a great mover, mate. He's got a lovely big action. He's just unique and... Uh, He's uh, he's just yeah he's he's the full package. Um, it's like a good little rep rover. So he's just uh, he's tough. He's quick on his feet. He's agile and uh, he's got plenty of ability. And the owners must be pretty um, pretty anxious about the race tomorrow. Oh yeah, mate. I think they're pretty excited. So they're coming up in their droves today. Um, there's about thirty plus of them, and uh, they're all from Tassie. Yeah, they're, yep. they're all, a lot of them, a majority are from Tassie. There's a couple of boys from Melbourne and one from Queensland. So, um, but uh, yeah, they certainly all coming up. It's, uh, you know, it's it's the, it's the race of a lifetime for them in a sense that, we, you know, it's, this money's just incredible. And the, and the build up to it, I probably, I didn't, I underestimated how big it was going to be. So it's it's been quite a, you know, it's a massive thing up here. So, um yeah, I'm learning to embrace it more, and uh, I've done certainly a lot of media stuff, and um, you know that's all new to me. But uh, I think I've gone okay with it. You're doing well, mate. You're doing well. Uh, what, what, what's plans with him after this? Is there any plans or? Uh, look, he'll go to the paddock after this run, and uh, we'll see how he comes through it and how he how he performs. But um, look, there's uh, there's a lot of stuff there for him in the autumn um, in Melbourne, and uh, he might even possibly. Uh, have a run against um, uh, Mr. Journey in Hobart in the Thomas Lions. So we'll just wait and see. That'd be great for Tassie Racing. That'd be terrific. Yeah, it'd be a terrific thing. So either way it goes, uh, me and Adam will shake hands before it and after it. So uh, um, we get along quite good. He's quite a good fella, Adam Trinder. So um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll see what happens there. But um, look, no, no, all I'm focusing in on is uh, <laughs> tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I'll get over that hurdle first. <laughs> yep, you've got seven and a half million million reasons why to, to focus on tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. <laughs> so, for a bloke from Tassie, I haven't got a, my pockets aren't flush, so... I don't know If I can have a crack tomorrow, if I can get a result tomorrow, I'd be very happy. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic, so. mate. You've got a lot of support behind you, and we'd, we'd love to see um, a Tassie horse taking out the big race. Uh, thanks very much, mate. I really appreciate it. No worries, mate. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, good on you, Brad. Thanks for having me on, mate. At Winning Edge Investments, we have a team of highly skilled expert analysts and full-time professional punters who review the data, crunch the figures, and assess the best betting opportunities, which are then delivered straight to your phone or inbox in real time so that you profit. 